Hello, everybody. This is an After Dark episode. It's late on a Wednesday night. I'm working and thinking and writing and dreaming and questioning and wondering and fantasizing and hoping and wishing and praying and crying and worrying. And uh, as I do all of this, it also occurs to me that there's a poem I really wanted to read the other day, and I didn't do it. And so tonight I will be reading you a Jory Graham poem. But first, I wanted to talk about something that my friend just reminded me of about my voice. So when I was a sophomore in undergraduate school in deep east Texas in a town called Commerce, Texas, my best friend was Trent. It was his name. His name is Trenton Doyle Hancock. He's a very famous artist who I know you'll all love, so I'll put a link to his work in the description of this podcast. Anyway, Trent, my best friend, he... uh, we were working together every night. Like we had all of our classes together and then we would work until the sun came up basically every night at my house, which by the way, so I'm 19 or something at the time I'm renting an entire house by myself. That's how much I didn't want to be around people Uh, already at that point. Like the dorms were too much for me. I had to, I had to get out of the dorms and live alone in a big house. And this was a big house with a kitchen like the size of my entire apartment. $75 a month, $75 for a house, two bedrooms, living room, enormous kitchen, big bathroom, and a huge backyard. Are you kidding me? That was, that was 1996 through seven. Anyway, while Trent and I were making artwork every single night and really just making plans for the future, we, I, I remember one night I was just complaining that I thought no one understood me or I said, I never felt, feel like I'm coming across to others the way I feel inside. Like I always thought I was being serious, but people always took me, um, in a funny way or I don't know. I just never felt like I was coming off right. So we're talking about it for quite a while. And then Trent gets this kind of epiphany look on his face and he looks at me, he goes, Oh, I know why. It's because of that laugh that you do at the end of your sentences, every sentence. And I look at him completely baffled, like, and he tried to explain, and I just kept going, I don't do that. I don't know what you're talking about it. And he just said, yeah, you really do all the time. And I just could not understand. But I wanted to, so we kept talking about it. And it took about three hours, I remember, and it was about 3 a.m. And I, and I suddenly went, oh, my God, that's just my voice. That's, I do it all the time. I hear, I've suddenly heard myself. And it was really clear that's what I needed to tackle. So because of Trent, through, with his help pointing that out to me, and then with me doing a lot of extra work, I changed my speech pattern entirely. Uh, so... To give you an idea of how it sounded like, it would be like this. Yeah, I would love to go study that political science with you at the coffee shop. (laughs) I mean, just no matter what I said, there was a laugh at the end. Another one could be like this. Duccio is my favorite artist. (laughs) Oh my God, I hate hearing it. It makes me crazy. Uh, And so I just had to practice. Duccio is my favorite artist. I think I was afraid to take a stand. You know, I was afraid to be as kind of loud as I knew that I was or 
kind of, I guess, opin- as opinionated as I really was. By the way, one time I almost started a side business. I still kind of think I want to, where I just make people's decisions for them because I have no problem making decisions. I love it when people ask me, what restaurant should we go to? Quickly, Chili's, every time. How about tonight, Robin? BJ's. <laughs> uh, those, are my, those are my restaurants. No, but I, I, I don't have a problem making decisions. So I would love to just have a hotline where it's Robin makes your decisions for you. And I, you, know, you, I, you ring in, you've got, a, you've got a problem, you don't know which job to take. Don't worry, I'll know exactly which one every time. Should I break up with my boyfriend? Yes. The answer is yes. Any of those questions? Anyway, I still think I could make money doing it. I've got conviction behind these answers. Uh, I trust my instincts, too. I really do. I think I've got great, strong instincts. So let me make your decisions for you. Give me a call. Uh, Moving on. So you get it. I don't remember why I was talking about my voice, but this is my voice speaking to you, so I might as well mention mention the history of the ups and downs. And, and thank you, Trent. Thank you, Trent, for seeing me, noticing it, and being willing to risk me being mad at you, which I was for about three hours. So I used to get mad at Trent all the time. I was very mean to him. I, I would, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, Trent. We've already talked about it, but I was very bossy. Uh, so I'm sorry. Sorry about that behavior. Uh, okay, so you know what? I'm going to start reading you the poem I wanted to read tonight. I've been thinking about it all week. So this is a poem by Jory Graham. And I have this in my book, Solitude, by Alfred Knopf. Um, I've read from it before. It's an antho- It's kind of just a compilation of various poems. Uh, and then, But you can also get it from Jory Graham's book, Region of Unlikeness. I believe it's the afterword to that book. So, And that's from Echo Press. All right. This poem is called Soul Says. To be so held by brittleness, shapeliness, by meaning, as where I have to go where you go, I have to touch what you must touch, in hunger, in boredom, the spendthrift, the ticket, distilled in you, can you hear me, the idiom in you, the why, the flash of a voice, The river glints. The mother opens the tablecloth up into the wind. There, as the fabric descends, the alphabet of ripenesses, what is, what could have been, the bread on the tablecloth, crickets shrill in the grass, oh, pluck my magic garment from me, so lays down his robe. Lie there, my art. This is a form of matter, of matter, she sang, where the hurry is stopped and held, but not extinguished, no. So listen, listen, this will soothe you if that is what you want. Now then, I said, I go to meet that which I liken to, even though the wave break and drown me in laughter, the wave breaking, the wave drowning me in laughter. Mm. I'm not using my mic stand, by the way. This is rogue tonight. I'm just holding this mic. Casual. Loose. I like it. I like the mood tonight. 
I like you guys as always. If you're enjoying this, now remember, this is a little special episode. This is a nighttime episode. I sound a little tired. That's because I am tired. In the morning, I'm going to be tired again. You know what? I'm tired all the time. I'm exhausted. Life exhausts me. Everything exhausts me. But I love checking in with you guys. There's no doubt about that. And so you are my heroes. Thank you so much for listening tonight to the Crazy After Dark episode. I will talk to you again tomorrow. Until then, have an amazing night. Be good to yourselves. I know it's hard sometimes, but you deserve it. Everyone deserves it. You're good people out there. All right. From the El Nino streets of Beverly Hills, I'm Robin O'Neill. You can check me out on Instagram or Twitter at R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and leave it a star rating if you don't mind. All right, guys. Goodbye.